and welcome to our podcast. Welcome to the podcast. We hope that you had a lovely Thanksgiving time, as we did. Yes. So yeah, your potatoes were out of control. Potatoes. Your potatoes. Your potatoes were absolutely out of control. If you want to see uh, me do stand up this Thanksgiving, go to www.november 29th backslash Tuesday at the world famous Hollywood Improv at 7.30 no that's 29th which will be several days after this November 30th um, we're in San Diego for the first ever San Diego Surrounded and then back to Hollywood for Surrounded on December 2nd there's a late show at 7 there's a the early show at 7 late show at 9.45 sorry about that December 8th um, is Dynamic Banter Live at the Hollywood Improv and then December 16th Senini and Anine in Seattle Washington Washington. Welcome to the show. Last week we talked about being good friends but bad Louviers. Yes. And ain't that the way it goes sometimes? Mm-hmm. Zoya, are we good friends or bad Louviers? No, I think we're. Trick question is both. We're both. Y- yeah, we. Yeah, we're. We are good friends, and Thank we you. do enjoy each other, and we are good lovers also. Thank you. Yes. Hear that, everyone? Um. <laughs> I wanted to ask you a survey question that I'm also going to tweet out at the same time. Survey? Zoe. Yes. What does that sound, do you think? This? Oh, was that you? Yeah. Oh, Lordy Lou, did I get nervous. Ooh, hey. Which... Hey. How do I want to ask this? Which meal do you think people cry at the most? dinner and why because they've had all day to have these pent-up feelings most people do cry at dinner time i feel like little kids probably cry at breakfast or every dinner or every meal because they don't want to eat and it's like a parent trying to force feed their child so they don't die yeah um so you're thinking babies cry at every meal like i mean not babies but you know toddlers well babies cry at every meal yes Mm-mm. um babies cry because they need something not because well don't we all they can't they can't verbalize you know where toddlers have a voice and know how to say words toddlers cry like little bitches yes which meal do you think people cry at the most i what about adults I'm saying adults cry at dinner. But should I specify? No. If I'm going to yes. ask other people, I should say adults. Which meal do you think adults, adults cry at the most? Yes. And, you know, if you'd like one of your questions answered anonymously on this podcast, and if you'd like to weigh in on this goddamn conversation, you can go drop your answer in um, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Look up Welcome to Our Podcast. There you will find us, but mostly Lex, who will then filter your answers and give us the best ones. That's how we get questions for this podcast. That's how we talk to you guys. Also through Patreon at patreon.com slash Welcome to Our Podcast. Yes. Um, 
thank you for your continued support over there. You guys get videos for free. Yes. Kevin cranking him out even through sickness. That dude's had COVID for a year and a half. Uh-huh. By the end of the show, we're going to check in on this survey and see where we're at. Uh-huh. I think it's breakfast. Huh. Even though I think that you might be right. My yeah. recent experience tells me that breakfast is a strong competitor at least. Did you cry at breakfast? Why is this about me? I don't know. I did not cry at breakfast. I was writing jokes by myself, which is one of my favorite things. Mm -hmm. Going to breakfast by myself is one of my favorite things. It was last week we told you that we got in super early flight and then we had to be awake super early because maintenance people were coming to fix the windows in our apartment. So we went to sleep at like three. We woke up at like 830 made sure everything was okay and then i was out having breakfast by myself to just have a goddamn minute to think about my mind Mm -hmm. and take my little notebook and go out and there was a couple breaking up at breakfast damn yeah you ever cry with your mouth full of eggs that's next week's survey (laughs) come back next week you ever have a mouthful of um chai latte and have it dribble out a little bit because you're crying about a relationship, go ahead and ask us about it at Welcome to Our Podcast. What a shitty place to do it. Yeah. Breakfast is a tough place to cry, but I feel like mosas are flowing, and I feel like that's where um, especially women go to gossip in groups. What do you call a, um, a group of women gossiping in a group? I don't know. What do you call them? Geese. Geese. Yes. And there's a lot of Jacob cheating on He's fucking cheating on me at brunch. And then you cry as a group. And there's always one girl who's super drunk. Be like, I can get you sex tonight if you want. I know four guys. I'm the answer. Yeah, I'm the answer. Yeah. Or you can experiment with me because we're best friends. Yes. But I would like to know the answer to that also doesn't matter which language this is another thing i learned at breakfast the other day talking with your mouth full sounds gross in every language yeah and i think there's a lesson to be learned there yeah and it's beautiful and what and our similarities are what brings us together even though the language might uh, keep us apart the barriers in language might keep us apart but chewing with your mouth full is always disgusting <laughs> Chewing with your mouthful, mouth talking yes. with your mouthful. Yeah. Chewing with your mouthful is not only necessary, it's, but it's recommended. Re- recommended. <laughs> um, okay, do you want to start in on the questions? Let's start in. I want you to know that my friends are playing golf right now, and I'm, I, I can't. In just a minute. We're going to need to hurry this up because I Question have to. Question one. My fiance and I don't fight. We discuss things that bother us and let it roll off our shoulders. I feel like it's fine. Continued on to the next page. But I know some people see it as not healthy. Is that is it okay to not argue or does it mean something is wrong? So, yeah. Hmm. I mean, if you guys are having discussions and like uh, <clears throat> and resolving them then I think it's fine. Yes. You know, you don't have to have like these big ass blowout, knockdown arguments 
all the time. If you're both kind of cool headed, rational adults. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, that's great. That's good. It's the, it's, you're not saying that there's no conflict. Mm-hmm. You're saying that you don't fight. Right. Not fighting is the ideal. Right. Sovereign nations don't fight. They discuss their conflicts. Yeah. They say, let's go to NATO and have a kiki about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know because I don't live with you. Yeah. If it's not one-sided, you sound fine. Yeah. I'll say this. Personal experience time. Let's play the personal experience music. It's my personal experience. I'm here to say that happened with me once. And me and my <laughs> I had this friend when I was in like sixth, seventh grade. Uh-huh. And his name was Chris. Hey, Chris. And I used to shout out and I used to shout out. I used to tout that we were best friends and we never fought. But looking back on it, it was probably because I was a little older and more overbearing in the friendship. I think he was very easygoing and I was very, not very, but probably overbearing. Mm -hmm. So it was never like, I don't feel like eating there. I don't feel like playing that video game right now. Or I don't feel like play boxing in my uh, living room. Yeah. And punching each other in the face until yeah. one was like, okay, okay we're done. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. Um, because it was always kind of like whatever Mike wants to do, it doesn't matter. I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. And I guess as an adult, you got to take a step back and just make sure that it's not like that. If it's not like that and you're both getting what you need out of the relationship and you're both... Um, you know, you have your own way of dealing with conflict, whether it's compromising with each other or it's like we could sit down and have a conversation and I could see things from your side and I get it now and it's different than my side. If you could do that, man, aren't you coupled up in the best way possible? Seriously. Congratulations. Yeah. Also, who the fuck are you letting at that point, if everything is good, check in, make sure everything's good first. And if it's good, who are you letting be like, your relationship's not good because you don't fight. Yeah. Are they, do they pay your bills? Nope. Do they make you care? Yeah, no, they don't. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Do they make you care? Do they make you care? If you're going to tell me what to do today, you got to make me care. You think we help people in this podcast or no? Um, Do they make you care? Maybe. Care? Care? Maybe. Um, What's the next question? I didn't. I'm not done with this one. Okay. So I don't know if your horses are inside or outside. But time up. Me and Zoya fight because she doesn't put up with shit. I, I thought I said. We don't. We don't. So yes, we do. Yes, we do. That's enough of that. We do fight sometimes, but we are really good at not flying off the handle. Yeah. And if anybody's flying off the handle, it's normally me. But yeah, 
I don't like when I fly off the handles because then I have to walk it back. Yeah. And by the time you walk it back, like there's so much other shit in your head that you're like, fuck, am I doing this? And then it's like there's you're just adding more layer dip on top of the problem. Yeah. And you got to scoop out the layer dip before you even get to the problem. Yeah. I. I was talking. Go ahead. (laughs) I'm just kidding, dude. Go ahead. I I was going to say the other day when the window people came in. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Sometimes we do this thing but when we fight, but we're on the same side of the argument. What's that? I I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I got really annoyed with Mike. I I don't even remember what I said to you, but it was like, I don't know, Mike. Figure it out or something <laughs> yeah. along those those oh, lines. No, and you, you were like, said, I fucking, I got so mad. <laughs> Yo, okay. I remember what it was. So the window people needed to fix the window in the kitchen and the window in the bedroom. Yes. Before I left and was at the diner by myself, mm-hmm. you said we needed to move the bed so they can get to the window. Yes. I, in my head already, are like those people woke us up nothing against the workers at all they did a great job they mm-hmm. always do uh somebody set up that appointment so we had like four hours of notice uh and now i have to like take my mattress off and my box springs and move my bed in my mind and i'm not saying this is right but this is what i thought Fuck you and fuck that. Mm -hmm. You move the bed. Yeah. You're the one who needs to get to the window Mm -hmm. on your time, obviously. Yeah. Because you gave us a notice two weeks ago and didn't show up. Yeah. So now you're on your time. I'll let you into the apartment. You do whatever you need to do on your time, including the time it takes to move my bed. Go ahead and move my bed. You is what I thought. You don't like people touching our bed. No. Unless they're hot. So you're like, you move the bed. Uh-huh. And so we did that. And that was an ordeal, of yeah. course. Not a big one, but it didn't go smooth, did uh-huh. it? No. So then we don't have a gigantic room. We rent our apartment, for Christ's sake. Yeah. If there are any realtors out there, we're looking to get out, help. But we have one, and she's doing a great job. So... Mattress, gigantic mattresses up against one side of the small room. Box springs are spread around the room and the hallway. Frame is in the middle, a little bit out from the windows. But the mattress is in front of the entrance for the uh, closet. Yes. I'm trying to leave space for you to get into the closet so you can get dressed. You're already frustrated and you need to go uh, service a client. Yes. That's... I had to go. I had a client that day. Service a client? That seems... (laughs) What do you do for a client? (laughs) What do the clients pay you for? Right. For me to do their hair. Not them. Service. Yeah. No. Fuck you. First (laughs) of all. Yeah. And also fuck you. Yes. (laughs) We love each other very much. Yeah. So I was like, I want to... How are you supposed (laughs) to get into the closet or something like that? And you're like, I'll get in. And, And all of our... Comforter, sheets, everything's in front of the clothes in the closet. Yeah. We got everything out of the way of the workers. Even though they didn't run down. And I said, like, there there was, we put the mattress up against the, um, the wall, the, the wall, but the entrance for the closet. Yeah. 
And I said, can you get in and get dressed? And I said, and you said, yeah. And I said, with what? And you were like, I don't know, clothes. (laughs) (laughs) And that was my least favorite answer that I've ever heard in my life. And it's not the first answer you've given me like that. Uh But you, you are, you get into a way (laughs) when you're, I'm not done. When you get into a way, I know what to say to not make the way worse. Yes. And then sometimes you (laughs) recognize that I'm getting into a way and you still give answers (laughs) that are the worst that make me be the worst part. (laughs) And I'm like, like, why would you say, why would you, if you're staring at two different answers, Why would you choose that one? Uh, yeah, because I, because I needed to in that moment. I because I didn't care. In that moment, when shit's going down like that, I don't give a fuck who's mad. I'm also mad. So too fucking bad. It's important to not be selfish in relationships. Yeah, well. And the next <clears throat> question. So if you're not fighting, you're probably fine. Yeah. Unless one of you is overbearing. So check yourself before you riggedy wreck you end up in divorce. <laughs> what is your favorite way to mess with each other? Well, Zoya pisses me the fuck <laughs> off. And that's kind of her signature way. Uh, cold hands, cold feet, I I'm think is probably one of my favorites. reading yeah. the question. Okay, well. Cold hands, cold feet is Zoya's. That's one of Zoya's. Yeah. This person goes, I hide puzzle pieces from my wife. And oh. I said, that's either very funny or psychotic. Yeah. If she doesn't do puzzles. Yeah, that's. That's not funny at all, especially if they've been searching for that one puzzle piece. Because fuck you. I know what that's like. That's a shit thing yeah, to do. fuck you. I'm mad at you, whoever you are. Well, I'll never give you their names because that's people okay. submit these questions anonymously. That's funny because I have access promise. to the Instagram and can go look. I'll change the balance. No, you won't. So, uh... Zoya does cold hands, cold feet. I think it's a classic couples get. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, winter is upon us. Fall is upon us right now. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Happy Christmas coming up to your family. Yes. And hands are going to be cold all over the country. Yes. So if you want to fuck with your spouse or partner, go ahead and live your life in the cold. And... um, Put them on them. Yeah. And they'll hate it. Yeah. I think that there's that, but we do other things. We have, um, we have a middle finger. We have a drawing of a middle finger that we hide on each other, which we've talked about before. Yes. And it's fun to bring up every now and again. Yeah. But it's one of the ways that we mess with each other. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other things that we do because we mess with each other constantly. Yes. We have a belt made out of cardboard that says get God. Yeah. We we take great pride in <laughs> godding each other. Yeah. And getting one another. And so when somebody mispronounces something, <laughs> there um, isn't a, there is um, not a moment that yeah. goes by where we don't throw that back in the other person's face. Yes. Um, I talk about the size of Zoya's head a lot. And I talk about the size of Mike's nose. Also, we have a GoFundMe for Zoya's neck because it needs support. (laughs) 
Mike's ears are about to go through uh, a reduction. My ears? Yes, because they're so large. My ears are large? Yes. That's the first time in my life I've ever heard that. Okay, I'm trying to come up with something else. And okay, get got. Yeah, whatever. And uh, it's important to uh, to keep each other in check, and we do on a constant basis, and I think it makes our love stronger. I keep it. I think it keeps um, each other humble. It's important to stay humble. Stay humble. The other one can't get too big of a head unless they were born... <laughs> And I make you care. Your flashlight's still on. Your flashlight's still on. So check yourself. Zoe, are you ready to move on to the next question? I am. This was an interesting one. Mm -hmm. Number five. uh, This, I just, it's not any number. I wrote it down. Helps me stay organized. Can you be in a healthy relationship? I'm I'm gonna say this before I even finish this question. This no. is a this is an above our pay grade. Yeah. I'd like to reiterate comedian and hairdresser. Yes. You ask us because you're like, we want to hear your opinions. Yeah. But some of the questions that we get are definitely professional questions. Yeah. So also, the right answer to this is ask a professional. Yeah. But we will give you our answer to this as follows. Can you be in a healthy relationship with a narcissist? No. <laughs> no, you cannot. Simple. No. The answer is no. So my first thing. Absolutely not. On the plane when I was reading this was, can you cure yourself of narcissism? <laughs> because my my answer would be the same. Yeah. It's like the same would you get into, can you have a healthy relationship with a liar? Can you cure yourself of lying? You cannot lie. Sure. Can you not narcissist? Sure. But no. Can you? I don't know. I That's don't think why, so. See? I don't think so. Hey Siri, can you cure yourself of narcissism? Number one question asked by narcissists. Six keys for narcissists to change towards the higher self. Sounds religious. Um, Narcissistic personality disorder, diagnosis, and treatment. Mayo Clinic. The Mayo Clinic is on it. Get whoever's narcissistic ass to the Mayo Clinic and have them hook them up. I don't know, man. I think that... Squeeze it out of them. Mm. I guess it is like a learned trait. I need to know if you can be cured. Can you be cured of? I guess anything that's learned, you could unlearn or okay. correct. I'm going to have the robot read it because uh-huh. uh, robots are, you just trust the voice yeah. more. I need to get a pair of socks. I am cold. Hold well, on. sounds like a you problem. God damn it. Just fucking read it, robot. Why? Why isn't it reading it? Anyway, it says there is no cure, but therapy can help. So that is the answer. Get whoever's narcissistic ass. Don't tee it up like that because they won't go. But say, hey, you don't have any problems, but you should go to therapy. <laughs> 
Hey, you're perfect. You should go to therapy to get even more perfect. Hey, you're not a narcissist. You should go. Hey, I was thinking I should go to therapy. What do you think about that for you? (laughs) Uh, The goal is to build up the person's poor self-esteem and have more realistic expectations of others. Treatment usually centers on talk therapy. Sometimes people call this psychotherapy. Psychotherapy. So I guess if the person is a narcissist and know that, suggest therapy, be like, listen, you have this, you know that you have this, or at least these tendencies. If you care about the well-being and the longevity of our relationship, I would suggest you talking about it to get coping mechanisms for both of us. Uh, Go, you're always thinking about yourself because you're a narcissist. Go to therapy so you could figure out how I feel when you do X, Y, and Z. Mm. Go to couples therapy. Yes. Figure it out together. Um, I know a lot of people in relationships throughout my life, in relationships with narcissists, and it's hard, man. It's like being in a fucking relationship with a, with a, you know, an active alcoholic or mm. a, a drug addict a drug act or a cheater. A lot of things are a byproduct of being a narcissist. Yeah. So, you know, we always say you try to be your your try to be the best version of yourself before you get into a relationship. We know that that is not when are you the best version of yourself and how do you even know? I think the best version of yourself is that actively trying to be the best version of yourself Mm -hmm. and you're going to have faults. We all have faults, but if we recognize our faults and we work on them, uh, you think why, what is your why of working on yourself so you can contribute to a good relationship? That sounds like being in a good relationship. Yeah. If you're going to actively work on your faults for the sake of the longevity and health of your relationship. That sounds like being in a good, healthy relationship. Mm. And it ain't going to be perfect. No. But that is better. I'd rather have that than teeing up like, I think you have some narcissistic qualities. You should go to therapy. And the other person being like, fuck you. No. I can't hear you over this mirror. Yeah. I'm perfect. Did you even see what I look like today? Did you even see this shirt? And you think I have to go to therapy? Say it to my shirt. Um, what did I write on the plane? I said, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I, uh, uh. I said different types. Uh, I said there are different types. All relationships are work. That one's just way more work. Yeah. That's like, that's exhausting. Just know that you're, I mean, you could have a healthy, really. It's, it's going to be a lot of work Mm. on both of your parts. You need to tolerate it. And the other person needs to change it or you don't need to tolerate it. You Mm. have to learn to live with what they have to offer at any given time. The relationship between, uh, it's like the relationship between a 2023 Toyota Camry and a 1978 Corvette. It's going to be more, and different kinds of work, and you're gonna cry in the garage a couple times a month. Yeah. <laughs> and then I wrote down a different note, which must have been just in the moment. I said, "There's a fly in my coffee." Oh, good. So yeah. we're, and that's just a little lesson. We're all dealing with different things at different times. 
problem with a narcissist is they know what to say to They know a lot of the times, especially if they're older and they've been through the way they are for years, is they know what to say to make people think they are fine. Mm, yeah. But it's like when you don't have the energy to put up all the fronts and to wear the masks, you confuse people. And when you don't have the energy to do it, it's what you really are slips out and it could really damage the, uh, the other person and your relationship. I think a narcissist has a unique way of tearing you down and then keeping you uh, around. around. Tear you down and keep you around. Care- <laughs> I like agreeing I yeah. with the saying with yes. the head movement. But not wanting to contribute to it. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't come up with anything is what it is, really. I just, I just like that's what the head out. movement is. It's like, nope, that's not good. <laughs> that's not going to work either. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know, there's no... You'll never be able to love a narcissist as much as they love themselves. Mm. And they're always going to loop you back into whatever it is that they need you for and they will take advantage of the situation. Mm. So always just be careful in, in what and who you trust and make sure you protect yourself against a narcissist, even if they are getting help. Yeah. Dude, I heard this a long time ago and it, it, I've said it a bunch of times, but it always rings true. And it's a good reminder when you're in a relationship with two people, you're a hundred percent is still only good enough to get, 50% of a great relationship, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And it wavers mm-hmm. uh, depending on how much energy or how down the other person is or how mm-hmm. up the other person right, is. Right, right. But you got to have two people working their their hardest to get their 50% taken care of. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, if you don't have somebody meeting you halfway, you may not have a healthy time to go all the way. Yes. You're right. And that was an example of a saying that I said that didn't work. Yeah. So we both have that. Well. Um, but I love you very much. I love you very much. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm very gobble, thankful for you. Gobble. Yeah. And if you know what's under a turkey's beak, I'll give you five bucks. Five bucks. Um, that was a contest don't that say we bucks. had in box. You don't like that? Don't say bucks. You don't like that? I'm just kidding. Why don't you like that? Michael Scott. Hello. Don't say bucks. Does he say that? In one of the episodes. He's against saying bucks? Yeah. Don't say bucks. Anyway. Zoe? Yes. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I love you so much. 29th, I'm at the Hollywood Improv. 30th, I'm in San Diego for the first ever surrounded show in San Diego at the Whistle Stop Bar. Hi, Steve. Uh, December 2nd. Hi, Steve. Um, At the Hollywood Improv. December 2nd for... Uh, surrounded early show and late show seven to nine forty-five. Um, the eighth of December, dynamic banter live at the Hollywood Improv. Sixteenth, seventeenth, and eighteenth of December, we're in Seattle, Washington. Tickets to all that and more on MikeFelzone.com. So the Christmas season. If you'd like, welcome to our podcast stuff. You can go ahead and check out the internet. <laughs> You guys, as always, Patreon.com is a virtual typing and rewards website where we're 
where you give us a little bit of your hard-earned cash and we give our $10 group a shout-out. Uh, Cole Rusty, Joseph... Rusty. Capricos... Capricos... I don't know. Cap... Joseph Cap. Joseph Italian name. Yeah. Shannon Haynes. DLD. Patrick Simpson. Ernesto. Raja. Elizaeus. Joe Terza- Tarzan. Terzan. Uh, Louis and Odette. Lauren Chauncey. Paul Gilliam. Steve Diergo. Chris McCarthy. Trevor the Werefishy. Joe Penn. Happy birthday, Starlight. JJ McToots. Rachel, last name, Mike Jeannie, Alan Garcia, Connie Tryon, Isabella Sparkles, and Taro Baez, uh, Frankie Matos Music, in our short years, we come long way, uh, Chris Fernandez, John Rosito, hand, uh, Handcrafted Neckwear, CCPB and J, Admam, Zoya, you're doing great, Caleb Perkins, uh, Giant Tom Hanks, Lizzie Love, Gavin Welsh, Someone Tell Aaron, Jackie Hammond, Paige, But Negative Temperatures, Guy with long hair. Uh, Crevember Johnson. Crevember Johnson. Happy birthday, Chris. Anna Valles. Uh, Benjamin Putz. Beth Bush. Snuggle Pig H. Christina Camille. Happy birthday, Lex. Michael Johnson. Kayla Johnston. Grant Levisure. Chad Clark. Heather Ashley. What is Cat? Katie Taylor, Shane Welsh, Evan Canoe, Joe Ban, Milky Beans, Jess Enright, Lillian Carrillo, Magnus Silva, Barrington Lloyd Lovett, Boo Fuchs. Leftover Halloween name. Theodore's Karen Bellis, Janisha Tutton, Danny Sinclair, Jacob D. Bradford, Justine Bebestein, Just Josh, Sergeant Sparty, Ed Birch, Helen Ford, Illuminos, Superflaws. Did you like that one? <laughs> uh, Tatiana Clay, Danielle DeVerona, Sean Stone, Valerie York, Dev, Jesse Stillwell, uh, Katie Lee G, Do- Ro- uh, Rob Devereux, Don Bjor, Nestor DeLeon III, Luis Hernandez, Alexander Legowski, Monique Quistorf, Jamie Garner, Cody Osalas, uh, Felicia Shamberry and Matthew J. Palka. You guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving and we'll talk to you next week. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Please continue to spread the word of this podcast far and wide to your friends and share the clips um, that uh, the team is doing such a great job producing. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Lex. Thank you, Josh. Josh. Thank you, God. 